All right, welcome back to the Prospecting Show. Today is Tuesday, April 6th, and we have Luke Harlan on the show. How are you? Excellent. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming on. So to, to start things off, uh, everyone's probably bored at this point of hearing me say the same thing on every single episode, but we're <laughs> going to talk about the past, present, and future, right? So the whole show is about you, what you've done, and how you help other people. Uh, before we go backwards and talk about your past, give us a little snippet and intro of you, who you are, and what your company does. Oh, that sounds good. My name is Luke Carlin. I'm a transformational coach. Uh, pretty much as I go out there and I help people uh, who are feeling stuck. Uh, who are not getting where they want to be in life. Uh, they're really looking to make those changes, but not really sure how to get there. And we find that they're the obstacle in their own ways. So we take them through transformational shifts of mindset to kind of liberate them and free them up to then pursue their goals, to then level up and become the best versions of themselves. So they show up optimally in any area of their life, whether that's business and relationships, family, community, or even spirituality. And what's the best website for them to check out to learn more as we go through the show here? Uh, simply my name, LukeHarlan.com. That's L-U-K-E-H-A-R-L-A-N.com. Awesome. So so to go backwards for a second here, let's sure. talk about kind of where you started. Obviously, you're in this business today. You created this whole um, ecosystem for yourself and you have a, a product that you deliver or a service you deliver. Let's mm -hmm. talk about how you got there. What, what did you do? What did you go to school for? What'd you, what kind of roles have you had, jobs? Like, Tell us about your life. Wow. Wow. That's, that's a huge embrace because I'm not that young anymore. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I, I came out of school really uh, kind of green, not knowing what I wanted to do. And I was curious about a lot of different things. Uh, so I was very kind of blessed. Uh, I came out of school with uh, uh, really nothing but being able to answer Jeopardy questions with a uh, English and psychology degree. Uh, at, at the time, I really wanted to, uh, I was kind of in a family of lawyers. So I, I thought, hey, if I could understand psychology, human nature, and how people think, and then English to have a command of the written language for research, I'd just be a great lawyer. And uh, I came home and my brother was studying uh, to be an attorney and he was just so black and white, everything was just inside the box and that really wasn't me and it didn't appeal to me. Uh, so I went into business and I worked for somebody and matriculated all the way up in one company and then got picked up by a venture capitalist firm. So I really got the taste for entrepreneurship. Um, and then that just kind of matured out of one industry that was in the insurance field. Uh, I got into mortgages, which was great and I loved helping people. Uh, and then I started my own mortgage company uh, with a business partner and I fell in love with marketing. I loved training sales teams. I liked and invested in myself in uh, how to communicate effectively. Uh, and then when that business kind of crashed in 08 with the housing decline and everything blowing up, uh, I had invested enough that I had a skill set in marketing and communications and strategy. So I kind of hung my shingle out there as a strategic marketing consultant. Uh, and I did that roughly for about eight years, evolving into a digital marketing agency and really being the point person for discovering what are the holes and the gaps in, in companies and how to grow them effectively, uh, usually on that three-legged stool of uh, message, market, and media. But what I found out was, is that the leadership and the teams and the CEOs and the entrepreneurs that I worked with were really suffering a lot of cases from an inability to adapt and adopt to strategy because of preconceived and limiting mindsets and micromanaging and beliefs that were holding them back from executing on what I knew would work for them. Uh, and so I really started diving into mindset um, and what, what could I do to liberate and free them up? And then over time, I really fell in love with that process. Uh, and decided to dedicate my ability to help people really transform and level up and become the next ver best versions of themselves, not just in business, but in all areas. Uh, so I sold the digital agency, I got out of strategic consulting, and then I've just been uh, uh, refining the process for taking our clients through these five shifts 
uh, to really liberate their minds and give them that freedom uh, to apply their best selves and just evolve into who they need to be to execute their visions and goals. Uh, and that's been just incredibly rewarding. I feel so much more impactful than just another marketing guy. Sure, sure. And it's interesting because you've kind of jumped around from these different roles, probably picked up skills along the way, went into sure. the in insurance side, then into the mortgage side, and then into you know into the marketing side. It's like you've kind of done a few different things, some business to business, it sounds like some business to consumer, like you got a good blend of everything. Why, why the the final pivot here. And I, I say final pivot, it's probably, there's probably more pivots to go still, but you know, like why, why this current pivot here? Like, is it because the implementation of your marketing gets stopped by the people in the business and you're like, Hey, if I fix that, then, then the rest of it unlocks. Like why, why that kind of shift right there into the well, transformational it, coaching? Great, great question. Um, a couple of reasons that attributed to the evolution and kind of me pivoting into those different tracks. The first one, um, was I found so many times in business where I stumbled and, and fell and what I wanted to achieve, I kind of shelved and I never understood why I couldn't get past a certain point. And so I learned that I had to be more self-aware. I learned that I had to actually correct what's going on in my head to be able to apply it to business. And it was really a methodology of swimming back upstream to the calls and the source. Um, so much of the, my business was downstream uh, looking at kind of the symptoms of a business's problem and not the origin, not the, where the leadership, where the, the, the infrastructure, where the foundations uh, had cracks in them. And then I realized that what I really love doing is fixing a business is just an entity. I know it's a collection of people uh, with a common goal, but I really fell in love with helping people. Uh, and I felt so much more connected and impactful uh, helping individuals kind of achieve these breakthroughs and these milestones and shifts. And I was doing it instinctively because it was a parallel journey of what I was doing in my own life, uh, kind of with self-improvement and self-care and the investment so I could show up better to my clients. Uh, and really that really paralleled to the point where the significance in my life where I wanted to create impact and help people, um, just kind of the business part just dissolved away. That was just one facet. And I realized that everyone shows up to all areas of their lives as the same person. And if they're not optimal in one area, they're not optimal in all areas. And usually it's the same thread. So I just wanted to take that back upstream and go to the source. So then they could apply that to any area of their lives and then go find the other marketing guy, the other business guy, because I didn't want to just fix a temporary symptom. I sure. wanted to provide a new solution for them that they could take with like longevity um, type thing where I could inspire and empower them uh, way past my interaction or involvement with them. Yeah, and, and what type of engagement do people have with you? Are they doing short term, like three months? Or are they working with you for six months? Like how I, I'm sure the types of changes you're trying to make, depending on the person, could take be short amount of time or, or a longer period of time. What does it take on average for somebody to actually make some of these changes you're talking about? Really, uh, it's a it's a, it's a six to twelve week process, depending on their time. Uh, where we set a pace, uh, or I'm sorry, we set the path and they set a pace. I don't have long term engagements because to me that's more of therapy. We're actually making critical shifts. I take our clients through five distinctive shifts that build a legacy one on top of the other. Uh, and then we get through those shifts one at a time. And I don't dilute it or overpower. Like there's not, it's not 30,000 foot rah-rah or, and it's not this uh, neuro download where you need six textbooks and a PhD to understand. They're very practical application of making shifts very quickly. And once you kind of go through the, each five shifts um, one at a time, your awareness, your awakening, your inspiration through it, takes people through it, pulls them through. They're not pushing themselves through because they, it's kind of like the blinders off. You don't know what you don't know. And once you understand how your brain works, 
what you're looking to accomplish, and then putting these things in a segmented portion together, and they just exponentially build on each other. It's really, it's fascinating how quickly our clients move through it. Um, but we do give grace and space because some people do have different challenges through each shift, uh, more baggage, if you will, uh, more things that they need to verify and validate or challenge and choose something different, especially in beliefs and mindset. Um, but overall, I don't want to be that like forever person. I'm not your therapist. Uh, we're going to make that change and we're going to make sure it happens as quickly as possible uh, in, a, uh, in a safe environment for you to make those changes and then just execute. Um, I'm not a big believer in just waiting around. It's taking action. So you have to be ready to commit to the change in your life. Sure. With our clients, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, um, I mean, absolutely does make sense. And what are the five pillars? You talked about that a few times or the five different kind of shifts that are made. Is there like some categories that those kind of uh, align with? What, what do those shifts look like? Oh, absolutely. The, the first shift is self-awareness. And that's kind of that um, mirror reflection, looking in the mirror and really starting to look at yourself and identifying uh, works and all. Uh, where you currently are. And once we have that um, self-awareness, which is the first stage before anyone engages in actually looking for a solution is they, they kind of hit that point, I want something different, or maybe I'm at rock bottom, I need to make a change, I'm my impediment. And we, we have that self-awareness, that's the first thing. The second shift is into accountability, is when they really evolve into taking ownership of their lives and really graduate from uh, the world's happening uh, to me to the world's happening for me. And I'm in much more control of the outcome of what I do from the actions that I take and the thoughts that I think. Um, and, and that blends into our third shift, which is your belief system. Most people don't realize is that 90 plus percent of your beliefs are installed in you before the age of seven. So you're subconsciously litmus testing right, wrong, indifference to stimuli now as an adult based on beliefs that were provided to you. It's kind of like a computer program that's installed hardware. You came with this. And this is why we have our, our clients go ahead and challenge and choose something different or verify and validate what they already believe to make sure it's still in alignment with their adult self. Um, and then once we're out of the belief set, once we've challenged those and really figured out what's holding them back for a particular situation or circumstance, it could be about money, it could be about relationships, it could be about confidence and self-worth. Um, we roll into what is their new vision now that they understand that they can evolve into the person that they can become because we are realigning their beliefs they're aware they're accountable for their own actions they're ready to take ownership we get into the vision and that's the fourth shift of what is that massive vision of who they want to be so they can accomplish their goals and then lastly it's that fifth shift is actually getting where the rubber meets the road which is intentional action it's putting that into an action plan it's uh, sequencing all those uh, evolutions of change in your mindset. So now you can actually uh, make effective change where your beliefs are now in alignment with your goals so you can achieve them in whatever area. So they're very distinctive, they're very profound, uh, and they just build on one another. And when you do it diligently, uh, there's an awakening and freedom to it that you have ownership of your life now and things are happening for you and not just to you. Yeah, and, and so when, when people come to you at the beginning and they say, hey, I have the self-awareness step one and I and I know that I have a problem and I wanna change and I'm not happy with where I'm at, but I know where sure. I wanna go. Um, what, what is the reason most of the time that they want to work with someone like you? Is it is it money, is it time, is it family? Like, What is the most common reason that people say, hey, I need to change? Well, I think they hit a wall. In some area of their life, people hit a wall. We all know that you have to hit a pain point that's so that finally gets you so down uh, that you, you're, you're tired of it. You're just, you're fed up. So you want to make a change. Uh, and I think instinctively we know that if we could 
make those changes on our own, we would have already. I think we know that's why we reach out and we need that lifeline. And I think it takes incredible strength. Like uh, most people are uh, afraid to ask for help. They don't want to be viewed or judged. Um, and that's very commonplace. So, but once they kind of get over that because they're in that survival mode and they want to, you know, get out of that particular circumstance uh, and they reach out, um, the most common, that, that's the really, the most common thing is, uh, is that self-awareness. Um, to move into asking for help is because they've hit that pain point, um, you know, and that's really kind of where we find people. And that's a great place to be because there's some freedom in finally admitting that, hey, I need help. Uh, because there's so many people out there who instinctively are willing to help you when you ask for it. Right. Um, and I think by human nature, we all want to help another other people in any right. way we can. Right. Um, just like this podcast, you're putting value out into the universe because you're trying to connect people with a solution. Uh, and that's what they're really looking for. And as far as um, the other thing is, is people are tired of information. People don't want information. They want instruction. They yeah. don't want to go research 50 hours or spend 20 years doing what I've done um, to figure it out for themselves. They don't have the time, the money. They don't want to be the first people through the minefield and get blown up. Yeah. You always want to follow in the path of someone who successfully navigated it and already done it for you. So that's what they're really investing in. They're investing in a path of success from some that's that's a proven model. Uh, and they want instruction of how to do it. That's yeah. really where people come to. Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up, information versus instruction, because at the end of the day, um, that's what I tell most people are are working with us for, right? We, we do a bunch sure. of different things, but one of our company does uh, business development for B2B service providers. Right. And the reason that most people say that they want to work with us is they don't want to have the six month learning curve. They want to do it in three, oh. right? Or they want to do it in two. That's that shift that they want to make yep. in that they don't want to become an expert. Just like you said, like they don't want to go learn a whole career, a whole thing. When they're coming to you to work with you, they're coming in six to 12 weeks, making that pivot change back out and, and just in rewiring everything really quick. So it's that shortcut. I think people like to buy the shortcut to success. They don't have to worry about the, the minefield, as you said, which is just walk along and maybe it'll work, right? Like it's, it's right. 50, 50. Well, you get blown up. You don't have the resources. You don't have the time or the resources or the investment to get blown up along the way. And, and you're gonna, and you can't do it alone. I mean, because the great willpower is fleeting. Um, you need to build that self-discipline, but it's nice to have your hand held a little bit. Um, you know, as coaching, as, you know, transformation coaches, what I really do for people, it's really helping them become empowered and take the reins of their lives. Uh, but that initial step, there's fear, there's doubts. They don't believe in themselves. You believe in them for them at that time until they go through the matriculation of some of the shifts and they start to believing because we always have action steps. There's always that homework, always that work where you kind of earn your belief system in that cycle. So it allows you to give you the confidence to then, then try the next thing. Um, and that's, that's the most amazing thing is just watching people kind of light goes on uh, and they're like, hey, I did that. I know I can do it. And it's not overwhelming because I think that's the biggest thing is not knowing what you don't know. Um, it creates that incredible stress and pressure on yourself where you rather kind of hide under the blankets than face it head on. Uh, and that's where coaching really helps is creating that coaching community, uh, creating that uh, kind of sphere of safety uh, that they can approach this and just kind of bear their soul in a way uh, so they can get the help they need to evolve into the next level and have that confidence. Uh, to move forward and just kind of tackle the next obstacle. Yeah, no, and that makes sense. And so for the people who are listening to the show here, who is your ideal customer? I know you talked about a bunch of different people who are like, a, mm -hmm. the common thread is, hey, I'm stuck and I know I want to change, right? That self-awareness yeah. thread. Who's sure. the actual customer as a whole? So that if they're listening to this, they're like, sure. man, that's me. Mm -hmm. I need to call Luke. I, I Where I find kind of the sweet spot of, is really kind of a 35 to 50, a five-year-old where 
they, they've come to life and they've done the right things. You know, business might be going well, things are going okay, but they have that intrinsic feeling inside of them that there's something more for them. They maybe suppress their dreams to take care of the house and the kids or the mortgage payment or something like that. Uh, but it's what's eating at them is the fact they're kind of confined to the traditional or what they were kind of supposed to do as far as responsibilities. Um, and they feel stuck and they can't really put a, a you know, label on it things are okay but they're not great and so they really don't know where to start with that conversation and so a lot of times they look at the external hey do we need to move do i need to switch jobs maybe i'll do something else is more money the answer is a different partner the answer is you know and they're really confused i was in the same place so i kind of resonate with that where i instinctively felt like there's something more i think there's something more that i can contribute that i'm better and a lot of times Unfortunately, we get stopped because people are like, oh, you're just, you know, that's ego or, um, you know, you're just uh, being selfish if you're investing in yourself. And I'm like, no, 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 this is, you have to be selfish to be selfless. If my cup's empty, I can't give to other people. I need to take the time to invest in, if I don't love myself, I can't love others. Right. Um, if, I, if I'm poor, I can't help anyone else. I don't want to yeah. be, you know, and all these things, you can do what you want. And this is where we get into a lot of belief sets is, when you're full, when your cup is full, you can pour it into others and then you kind of evolve into like, that's the mantra, it's the pay it forward mantra, it's a great yeah. place to be. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really where the people that I, I really resonate with are those people who just have that, it, it cycles all the time, once a year, maybe every six months, that gut feeling saying, I'm really stuck, I don't know exactly what it is. Um, right. And I just need to get out of my own way. And they shelled their dreams on uh, a reciprocal nature and then they talk themselves out of taking that chance and to me that's the worst thing because uh, I read a book a woman did an interview with people in nursing homes uh, and they said what's the number one you know what are the regrets you have um, you know as they're in their twilight days uh, and that was uh, one was not remaining connected to family and friends and the second one was not taking a chance on their dreams um, and at that point it's too late uh, and that's what I, I don't right. want it for myself and I don't want it for other people. So that's why I invite people to just have a conversation with me. Um, and just so we can explore what are those thoughts ruminating in the back, or you might know what your problem is. You might say, I can't seem to get past X and I don't know why. And then we have a discussion and we figure out whether my coaching is the right fit for you and it's going to achieve your objectives, or you might need to see someone else. Because again, we're not therapists. Right. Transformational coaching. And if there's deep seated baggage that needs to be addressed on a medical or psychological front, uh, I'm not going to walk you through our program. That is something that needs to happen first, Got just it. to be in all transparency. Sure. Um, we're about, you know, awakening, inspiring and empowering people to become the best versions of themselves. Uh, just rearranging the pieces of their life and giving them the clarity and the perspective that you cannot give yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And so for those of the listening to the prospecting show here, what is the best website again for them to visit if they want to try to book a time with you, jump on the phone? What's the best way for them to track you down? The best thing is just uh, LukeHarlan.com, L-U-K-E-H-A-R-L-A-N.com. Uh, you're going to be able to uh, book a call with me. There's a, you know the calendar thing. You can send me an email, follow me on social media, reach out in any capacity through that site. Uh, and there's some resources on there. Um, just have a discussion and a conversation. That's where everything, uh, nothing to sell right away. This is just about exploring who you are, what do you want to achieve, and just see if there's something that's a right fit that I can be of value or at least point you in the right direction. 
Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast here. Um, For those of you who are listening, again, there's kind of this sweet spot for Luke, you know, 35 to 55 year old, you've had enough, right? You've got a point in your business, your life, you said enough is enough. You're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so you need to make a change in your life. So jump out, uh, grab something on Luke's calendar there and uh, just start the conversation because at the end of the day, uh, the one thing is that coaching definitely works. Doesn't matter what kind of coaching you're getting. It definitely works. You get the right people in the right fit, kind of like you've brought up so far. So um, jump on the website there and uh, reach out to Luke. Thank you so much for coming on the prospecting show and have a great rest of your Tuesday. All right. Thank you so much.